Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hey, everybody, buddy C. I'd like to welcome everyone. We've got Marla H. and Kirsty S. and Craig M. and Paul H. Hope y'all had a good week. Going to be studying the 51st chapter of the Tao Te Ching today. Hey, Kirsty and Kurt. Hope everybody's doing well. Hey, guys. Maybe y'all can get out of Brexit now over there, Kirsty and Craig. Y'all got a new, uh, that's Prime Minister, right? Yeah, he's, he's going to be really good for us. I think, I think he's going to be fantastic. Just like our president is. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Worse, 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 much, much, much worse. If that's possible. Come on, don't be so cynical, Kirsty. Seen him? Of course, I've seen him. It's Boris Johnson. Why don't he comb his hair? I don't understand that. He does. He he comes up with a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry I mentioned it. Onto the dial. I shouldn't have never mentioned it. Buddy, it's a look. You know, a look. Do you know what? A man's got that much going on. He doesn't need to worry about his appearance. The guy's a genius. He's going. He's going to do. We're doomed. We're doomed, Captain. We're doomed. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I don't know if I was trying to convince myself or use lot, but yeah, we're doomed. Stop the world and let me off. Well, at least it's temporary, right? <laughs> See what happens. Anyway, in all fairness, in all fairness we, we are we, we are we are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So if there's anybody that wants to wants to leave the UK, then Marla, what's the email address? You can send your applications in. And, <laughs> Wisdom526 at gmail.com. Okay, the 51st chapter of Tao Te Ching. Let's do some real work here. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about something that might really make a difference. Any opening thoughts on this before we read? No. Nope. Everybody just want to dig in? Okay, we can do that. I think Paul's going to read for us today. Okay, uh, we're on the 51st chapter, I take it. Okay, here it is. Uh, Chapter 51, the first translation. All things arise from Tao. They are nourished by virtue. They are formed from matter. They are shaped by environment. Thus the 10,000 things all respect Tao and honor virtue. Respect of Tao and honor of virtue are not demanded, but they are in the nature of things. Therefore, all things arise from Tao. By virtue, they are nourished, developed, cared for, sheltered, comforted, grown, and protected, creating without claiming, doing without credit, guiding without interfering. This is primal virtue. And the second translation, every being in the universe is an expression of the Tao. It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, free takes on a physical body, lets circumstances complete it. That is why every being spontaneously honors the Tao. The Tao gives birth to all beings, nourishes them, maintains them, cares for them, comforts them, protects them, takes them back to itself, creating without possessing, acting without expecting, guiding without interfering. That is why love of the Tao is in the very nature of things. And the third translation, 
The Tao gives birth to all of creation. The virtue of Tao in nature nurtures them, and their families give them their form. Their environment then shapes them into completion. That is why every creature honors the Tao and its virtue. No one tells them to honor the Tao and its virtue. It all happens by itself. So the Tao gives them birth, and its virtue cultivates them, cares for them, nurtures them, gives them a place of refuge and peace, helps them to grow, and shelters them. It gives them life without wanting to possess them, and cares for them, expecting nothing in return. It is their master, but it does not seek to dominate them. This is called the dark and mysterious virtue. And the fourth translation. Tao is the source of all living things, and they are nourished by Tao's power. They are influenced by the other living things around them, and they are shaped by their circumstances. Everything respects Tao and honors its power. That's just the way it is. Tao gives life to all things, and its power watches out for them, cares for them, helps them grow, protects them, and comforts them. Create something without holding on to it. Do the work without expecting credit for it. Lead people without giving them orders. That's the secret of the power of Tao. Thank you, Paul. Comments? I, I just think this is talking. I, I'm not sure. Talking about the, the very soul of our being and being, I hate to use the word, but godlike, you know, in, in that we're creations that um, take no credit for our being created. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I got many things out of this, but nothing's, nothing concrete, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Nothing concrete. Yeah. Kirsty, you have something? When I read it, um, I read it 20 minutes ago, and the first, it literally, and I'm not, I'm not a religious person, but it just said God to me all the way through it. Yeah. Um, because it's almost like, it, it, you know, our consciousness, it, our self isn't, um, isn't created by the Tao, the consciousness of the universe is, if you want to put it like that. The self is then um, modelled, moulded by the environment in which it lives. If we are to follow the way of the Tao or God, or whatever you want to call it, um, then we live by these certain things. And I guess that's what we all aspire to do. Create, not take credit, help without asking for anything in return, um, that I aspire to do and a lot of us do in recovery um, but I think the environment bit it's almost a little bit contradictory to real life because the environment bit has gone so far to mould us to the other extreme so we are in a sense the exact opposite of what is described within these chapters, I believe, the vast majority yeah. of people. I don't know if that makes any sense. It did. Anything else? Yeah, the, the part that really spoke to me was that, that last part of the fourth translation. Uh, do the work without expecting credit for it. 
and lead people without giving them orders. We were talking politics earlier. <laughs> Boy, some politicians could use that last part there. It's quite the opposite, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think this is, uh, from what I can read, I, I think he's talking about, you know, we talk about the, this is the Tao De Ching, okay? You've got the Tao, which the way I understand it is the way, not necessarily, you know, a lot of times we'll do a direct translation to mean our higher power, but it's, I think it's more like, well, if God is love, let's say, it would be the action of love. That would be like the Tao is the way. It, it's it's the way the universe provides. It's it's the way. The day, T-E, would be the character or the virtue of the Tao. And the way we understand that is that that character, the way it acts, is is this description. So this is in my thinking, is the description of the character of what we understand to be God in this chapter. When you think about it, and then then at the very end, it says, that is why love of the Tao is the very nature of all things. So we have a part of that character within us as being part of this nature that uh, was created by the Tao or by our higher power, by God, whatever name you want to put there. So, um, yeah, this is just, this is just good. It just, I think it's just talking about the character of God, really, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. we should see God in our life. And, and as we get rid of our crap, our selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, fear, all that stuff, and this character starts shining through, this is how we should be seeing ourselves behave too, toward ourselves and toward others. So I just pulled up. You you want to go ahead? Yeah, Kurt? just just while you're on, are you talking about um, are you talking about giving into an, ex, an interior an interior power rather than an exterior? So or like an, an interior influence rather than being influenced by people. Yes, because I, I believe the whole change, Craig, is from within. You know. Mm-hmm. When we, when I first started, you know, like church and all those things, it was like you were looking for something outside to influence yeah. you. But it may be quite the opposite that whatever power that's there is already within us, and we're just getting the things out of the way so that you know, so that we can see that, you know. So we really should stop looking for things because sometimes they're not there. Well, well, the answers are never outside of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the answer is always within. Turn the light around. You know, look at us, all that type thing, you know. So I just pulled up a definition of the the word T-E or day in the Tao. Mm. Um, It says, day is essential to how we flow and are authentic to our essence. So from the Taoist perspective, it's natural to look more inward in defining day. Side note, always factor in how outside influences interplay with you. However, on average, more people than not tend only to focus and look outward to define day as morality, to cut it down with judgment, and then force yourself to fit into society. In other words, in Taoism, you can see the classic struggle of being an individual compared to fitting in with society. 
Did that make any sense? <laughs> the day, um, the, the day changes, I think, is all about that character, you know, and we, we have to look within to see that. Um, there's no other comments. I want to read from Mitchell this morning. 51st, he says that the uh, spontaneously honoring the Tao, that comment in the second translation, honoring the Tao means respecting the way things are. Um, 150 years ago, there lived a woman named Sono whose devotion and purity of heart were expected were respected far and wide. One day, a fellow Buddhist, having made a long trip to see her, asked, what can I do to put my heart at rest? She said, every morning and every evening, and whenever anything happens to you, keep on saying thanks for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. The man did as he was instructed for a whole year, but his heart was still not at peace. He returned to Sono crestfallen. I've said your prayer over and over, and yet nothing in my life has changed. I'm still the same selfish person as before. What should I do now? Sono immediately said, thanks for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. On hearing these words, the man was able to open his spiritual eye and return home with a great joy. I heard a Taoist quote this week that said, see, how did it say it? If lightning is the anger of the gods, the gods are only concerned with trees. Anybody get that? I had to think about that one for a while before I got it. Okay. The way I heard it was, if, if God is only concerned with the trees and the lightning, then the trees are the ones that usually get struck by lightning. So it's, it's saying that through suffering, that God's, you know, if, if that's God's anger, he's only concerned about trees so that the trees suffer from lightning. So in other words, suffering is an essential part of our working all of this out and seeing that uh, and discovering our, our nature. And in the second translation here where it says, uh, uh, every being in the universe is an expression of the Tao. It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, free, takes on physical body. Let circumstances complete it. Okay. Circumstances, like who we are born to? Like everything. Okay. Now, every circumstance that we have. Childhood conditioning. Mm-hmm. Do what, Kurt? Childhood conditioning. There's that. Some of mine is 53-year-old conditioning, though. (laughs) It's happening right now, you know. (laughs) Letting circumstances, and I wrote beside that, in spite of myself, you know. (laughs) Letting these circumstances complete me, not fighting them, you know. Yeah. That is why every being spontaneously, this, this line of spontaneously honoring the Tao. Uh, Another translation said that they honor the virtue. They're not demanded to honor it, but they are in 
but it's in the nature of things. So I think part of that is too, isn't it in every person we, we hear and uh, that, that this idea of God or this uh, is inherent, either the idea of God or, or the need to prove or let people know you don't believe in a God is, is there in everyone. Everyone has this mm-hmm. quest for understanding of that, ever how they go about it. I don't know anyone that does not have an opinion on God. <laughs> the next part of that where it says the Tao gives birth to beings uh, nourishes, maintains, cares, comforts, protects, takes them back to itself. Kirstie, I'm in agreement. I, I think that's really talking about uh, how our higher power, this love that we don't understand, this force that's at work is working to our benefit, working for us, not against us in everything. And I think if we get in line with this, it, I mean, we have no choice but to expand and grow and, you know, flourish, really, in every area of our life. That seems to me the whole point of this chapter is that the universe is working for us. We are a part of the universe. We're connected. And then we will just start honoring the God in our life naturally as we start getting in line with this, letting our circumstances complete us, learning to let go and live a surrendered life, just doing the next right thing. And there's nothing left for us to do, but to love people. That's all that's left there. There's nothing else. So we start nourishing. We start maintaining. We start caring, comforting, protecting. We start, we start taking on those the, the day of our higher power, the characteristics and the traits of our higher power. Taking those characteristics on, you then give out what you have become. So you're touching the next person as opposed to just being all about you. Exactly, Kirsty. Can you imagine about- if, you, um, if you were born into the Tao and you you're, you knew this innately growing up and how different our lives would be if we grew up realizing just what we are, our, our true essence, which is love. I don't think we grow up like that. But the great thing is we're learning now. That's why the Tao was written. How about these character traits that we're going to see? I think these three things are maybe guides and red flags for us. The creating without possessing, the acting without expecting, the guiding without interfering. Some real red flags for our life when we may be off track. Am I possessing? Am I, is it me and mine? (laughs) If I start the sentence with my or I, (laughs) I may be headed for trouble. I want... I need. Yeah, if you have if you have ulterior motives for helping someone, that's that's not true helping. No, and you know when you're talking to somebody like you should be doing this and you should be doing that, that's not. Uh, I've heard it described as loving with hooks. You know, 
Yeah, expecting something in return. Something back, you know. Yeah, expecting something in return. Gives life without wanting to possess them. How, you know, in the past, I've tried to control people with giving things to them and chalk that up for a, for a uh, later favor of some kind. It's really, I mean, right, th- those three lines, possessing, expecting, and interfering, that's really the core. Those are the core things that cause the most suffering in my life, like right now, today, this morning. Um, expecting something different, um, interfering and not really trusting, not really trusting that there's a bigger purpose. There's something else going on. There's something bigger working in the background that, that I don't even understand. Um, but so I will say, you know, guide me universe, but except for this, cause I'm going to take care of this. I know what's best in this and I'll just take the action and get it done. And then, and then the ex- expectations come up all the time and, um, and the possessiveness too, you know, thinking I should have something or it should be a certain way. Um, all of those things are just really, um, they cause pain in my life a lot. Um, so, I mean, I'm causing, I am the cause of my own suffering, really. Get, coming, that's what it comes down to. Agreed, Kurt. You know, and the great and the good thing about the way this is written, those are really the red flags because those are not the things that we're to be doing. Those that's what's telling us when we're messing up. You know, uh, because if we're nourishing and maintaining and caring and comforting, doing those that part, doing that effectively, we won't be possessing. You know, we won't be. Uh, having uh, expectations we won't be interfering so those things for me the way i looked at it was those are things i'm not to be doing mm-hmm. are the possessing and the expecting and interfering mm-hmm. so, and that's how i see uh, that's how i know when i'm screwing this up and it's interesting that the the end result of all of this is the way the second i, I like the way mitchell translated this that is why love of the Tao is the very nature of things. It's your nature. The last, the last uh, sentence there. I mean, the Tao is the mother of the universe. So, if we're thinking spiritually, if we're spiritually minded, uh, we have character traits. We all have character traits naturally from our parents, both parents. So, we have a spiritual traits from. Uh, our spiritual parent, if you want to think about it that way. So we have that love, that wanting to help and serve and do within us already. It's just underneath all the self and all the fear and selfishness and dishonesty and resentment that we've uh, gathered over the years. So it's there already. We've just got to let circumstances complete us instead of fight them. And truly, we are the cause of our own suffering, mostly. We, we could use this as a parenting manual. Definitely. You know, just, just, when, just when you're raising kids, you don't expect anything of You shouldn't really expect anything of them. You should just, you should just want them to grow up and just, just be, just nurture them, educate them. 
Ah, uh, but, but we want to love them with hooks, Craig. We, we want to jump in there and control. We want to make sure they're getting everything they need. They've got to make all A's. If they make any B's, there's a problem. And protect them from all of the ills of the world. That is serious. Something's seriously wrong with that part of it. To wanting to all those things, all you know. We expect so much, and, and then we interfere on top of that. We do all those things. If we're not careful every day with our children, it's it's hard not to be God to your children. But yeah. you're right, Craig. Also, I look at this as how I've, how I've raised my sobriety as well. How? You nurture it. You educate it. You feed it. You feed it good things. You don't feed it bad things. You don't feed it alcohol. No. When you're educating it, when you're educating it, you try to keep away from the news because it depresses you and it, it kind of makes you take that step back. <laughs> You educate it with good things by taking it to meetings. <laughs> if you go, like if if you got if you if you're raising a child, you normally take them to like a parent and toddler thing just so they can integrate with other kids. It's the exact same with my sobriety. I, I go to meetings so my sobriety can integrate with other people's sobriety as well and yeah. learn things, learn things from them. And do you know, what? I, I don't really go to a meeting with any expectations. I don't go to a meeting with any agendas. I just go to a meeting to sit down with people the same as me. Um, and I don't think people expect anything out of me of, of meetings as well. Um, if they do, then I probably leave them sorely disappointed because I, I just I just go. I just go. It means I make, I make them coffee, I make them a cup of tea, and I give them a biscuit. <laughs> well, speaking for myself, Craig, I don't expect anything out of you ever. So, <laughs> wait a minute, y'all have biscuits at meetings? We don't yeah. have biscuits. We'd have to have gravy with them. We don't have either one. Nope, chocolate biscuits, cakes, even do sandwiches. Oh, we have donuts. Yeah, we have donuts. How about this line, the Dow does not seek to dominate? Because it doesn't push. The, the, the Dow doesn't push. The Dow, just, the, the Dow just lets things be and just lets it take its own natural progression. Let's the circumstances dictate whether you need to be dominated or not, not the Dow. Yeah. Controlled by circumstances, not controlled by... Which like then water. Which like... then it, it takes you back to the external the external forces or the external influences. Yeah. Huh. Like water water will nourish anyone that drinks it. Mm-hmm. If you're good and nice, it's not gonna do a better job for you than if you're an asshole, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, Craig, do you uh Yeah, we we, we have asshole meeting we, we have asshole coffee at the meetings and we have nice coffee for the nice people at the meetings. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Uh, do, do the work without expecting credit for it. Okay, maybe the next two or three lifetimes. I mean, if I'm honest, that's that's a that's a tall order. Because um, I, I mean, personally, I don't believe. I do not believe in selflessness at all. For any, I don't think there's a person on this planet that's selfless. I think, I think if they are Mother Teresa, she was still getting something out of it. And so, I mean, it's for me, it's like, man. But I, I can say that I'm not Mother Teresa, and I love pats on the back. You know, when when I do something for somebody else, um, it feeds it feeds me. You know, it feeds my ego and everything else, but 
that's boy, that is that is a tall order for me. I, I think Teresa did get. I agree with you. Got something out of it, but that was not her driving force. Yeah, I think the, I think the key word there. The key word there for me is expecting. Expecting, yeah, that's the key. That is when we have expectations, we always get disappointed. It's it's it, you're right, Kurt. It's not, it's great to get credit for something, but if I don't put that expectation on it, I might still get the credit anyway. If that makes sense. I think it depends on your agenda. If, yeah. if you if, if you're going in if you're going in with the agenda of getting credit for doing something, then that too. That's that, that's that, that's what that's when you look for the expectations. But when you when right. you when you look at people like Mother Teresa, the Easter Bunny, Santa, they they do things just just because that's that's what they do. Um, right. The expectation wasn't her driving force. It's yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it for sure. I, it's it's that's where I think I hung up. And thanks for pointing that out, Paul. But um, that expectation again, I go right back to the expectation. I mean, I'm just being honest. Um, I'm working through it. Um, but I, I was, I mean, I was pretty messed up four years ago, you know? So, um, I've made a lot of strides, but, but expectations are, are really, I've just identified them recently as, as, as one of the things that causes the most suffering. And so, so I latch on when I see these kind of things because I'm really, it's, it's my work right now. You know? Good. You're identifying and being aware. That's yeah, exactly. great for the recovery. Kurt, that takes a long time. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm at 10, 11 years in November. You're at what, four? A little over four, yeah. I didn't really start making any progress on that until about six or seven years. Um but still, I mean, I still have to work on that. Mm-hmm. But the the longer I do this, the more I realize more and more of what I'm doing is a gift. Mm-hmm. So how can I take credit for a gift? I mean, if you're given something and you get complimented for what you're giving, given, you can't really take credit for doing it. And it's a natural evolution. It just evolves into... Uh, learning to say thank you when someone compliments you on I had someone the other day came came up at a meeting and said man I love the Dow podcast that's so wonderful blah 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 and I said thank you and went on I wasn't saying thank you to him I was saying thank you to the father he just happened to be able to hear it in other words I wasn't taking you know I, I knew not to take credit for that because all this is a gift mm-hmm. and gosh we've got a hundred people a day now downloading this thing, you know, awesome. and I'm like, you know, I didn't do any of that. How can I take credit for it? I didn't do it. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, come on. I think most people in this call on this call right now, I, I can only spell. I've heard your story, buddy. I've heard, I've heard yours, Paul. Um, I've heard yours, Craig. I mean, I was certainly in dire straits when I, when I walked through those doors and, you know, I, we're living on the house's money, right? Yes. I mean, every day is a freaking bonus. Um, why not surrender to that? Uh, but it, it's tricky for me because I I will insert self back in, insert ego back in. It's very subtle, and then I'm suffering, and then it's a full circle. And then I'm like, oh, I'm tired of suffering. Let it go. 
you know, and then it's just, it's keeps on going around. I mean, I'm learning every time. Right. But it, it's, it's tricky for me. Uh, Kurt with time, that circle just, um, it continues to take longer and longer for you to circle back to self. You know, it gets, it gets better and better and you start, you know, if you notice with this, all the traits of the Tao are all giving traits. There's no selfish traits there. Nourishes, maintains, cares, comforts, protects. Cultivates. Cultivates. Creates. Acting. Guiding. Influence. Yes. Honors. Yeah. So it's all giving. More examples of that service that uh, we were talking about. Craig, uh, Derek Lynn, you have anything in that you want to cover? Um, just, to, yeah, just, just to clarify a couple of bits and bobs in it. Um, he says, Doe produces them, virtue raises them, things shape them, forces perfect them. And what he refers to them as um, is everything. Everything, everything is them. So when he talks about they, them, there, he's, he's basically meaning all living, all living things. There's not one specific thing that he's talking about. Um, and virtue in this context means the the inherent power in, in everything. So that's going to the the, the power within again. Um, the forces perfect them. He's talking about the exterior, um, the exterior, the, the tangible aspects of their environment. Um, these aspects challenge all living things as they grow. If they survive the challenges, they become better, ad- uh, better adapted and more experienced. Uh, therefore, all things respect the Tao and value virtue. The respect for Tao, the value of virtue, not due to command, but to constant nature. Um, this line points, points out that all living things have an inborn regard for the value of life within them. Indeed, they will re- they will fight to protect it at all costs. No one forced them to be this way. Their instinct for self-preservation is as natural as their ability to breathe. So what I, 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 I get out of that is he's basically saying if, if you live it, it just becomes second nature. If you if, if you if you give into this not acting with, if you give into this acting without expectations, then it, again it just becomes second nature. If you don't go into things with that agenda or with um with, with, with a specific, with a specific, and um, and I think that's, I think that's what he's getting out of that. And things, things just become less, less resistant. You, you become less resistant to things. And natural. Yeah. You, you know, I've uh, when I've been working with guys that got, and I thought this myself. If I get rid of my character defects, what's going to be left? Because it seemed like that's all I was. Your true essence will be what's left. Yes, that that this nature that's underneath there that's just waiting to get out. This nature of wanting to nourish and maintain and care and comfort is there. It's just got to get out. We got to let our let our circumstances complete us. We've got to let this friction we when we have our friction with the people around us and they start showing our character defects our selfishness, our dishonesty, our resentment, our fear, when those things, most all that has to do with me dealing with another person. It has to do with circumstances. If it's just me and God in a cave somewhere, (laughs) very little of that would show up. 
So when these circumstances start completing us, when we start getting rid of that, all that's left is for us to care and love for folks. So when he, when he talks about virtue reason things, would, would virtue be love? Why not? Could be. Um, it's also, the way he translated it too, Craig, I think he was talking about it just being your nature to survive, your natural instinct to keep going. That was one way that I think Derek Glenn was talking about that. Yeah, because he goes on at the end, he talks about mystic virtue. Um, he says it's because sages practice mystic virtue that they are so highly regarded. Just as all living things respect the Tao and treasure virtue, so too do the human, so do to the people who have received assistance, mentoring, or guidance from sages, regard them with the highest respect and cherish the time spent with them. No one forced them to be this way. It's simply natural. Yeah. And, it's, and what does the sage do? The sage is not acting selfishly. The sage, sage is doing the things we're talking about. Yeah. Nurturing, caring, all those things. Yes, that's, that, could, that, 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 could, that could go back to a relationship with your sponsor. Sure. Go back to all those things. Is, mm-hmm. is it, you know, our job is to help, not to dominate, not to control, not to manipulate in every area of life. And the more we can let the circumstances and people complete us, the more we can walk in this uh, um, love of God, love of Tao, this love nature that we have. It's just waiting to come out. Doesn't that sound wonderful? It does, doesn't it, Marla? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Let's move on to Wayne Dyer. All right. Um, I I stopped highlighting because I, everything I read was worth highlighting. Um, but I'll read the verse. The way connects all living beings to their source. It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, free, takes on a physical body, lets circumstances complete it. Therefore, all beings honor the way and value its virtue. They have not been commanded to worship the Tao and do homage to virtue, but they always do so spontaneously. The Tao gives them life. Virtue nourishes and nurtures them, rears and shelters and protects them. The Tao produces but does not possess. The Tao gives without expecting. The Tao fosters growth without ruling. This is called hidden virtue. Uh, This passage encourages you to discover that quality within you that protects, nurtures, and shelters automatically without ruling. Consciously living by hidden virtue probably means changing many of the ways in which you see your role in the grand scheme of things. And a natural starting point would be the, the way you explain the mystery of how life begins. Hold on right there, Marla. Changing many of the ways in which we see our role in the grand scheme of things. Does that not describe when we got into recovery the shift that had to take place? Yes. What our part was in our life. Did anyone else have such a major? I had a huge shift in my thinking of my my role in my own life. Absolutely. Uh, It made a huge shift from going from a victim, being a victim to being somebody who has power over my life. That's what sobriety has done. (laughs) 
for me, it was almost the opposite, Marla. I went from thinking I had to control and make everything happen to just letting it flow. You know, I, I came from a, a position of thinking it was up to me and had to settle down and just let things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, just the I know best, I know what needs to be done. Just listen to me, shut up and listen to me. All of that control and selfishness and terrorizing things and people <laughs> and communities. <laughs> and I, I think that comes from partly just to be a psychologist, how we're raised. And some, as, as children, sometimes we have to take control of our lives and our, you know, our because our parents are absent or fucked up. And other times we let our parents nurture us. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. But, you know, that's just an aside. I just thought that was interesting. I'm sorry, Marla. You yeah. can, you so, th- which brings me to the next paragraph. If you had to describe your creation, you'd most likely say that you originated through an act of commingling between your biological parents. If that's the only explanation for your existence, then it excludes the spontaneity and mystery that living by hidden virtue offers you. Operating in this new way expands and redefines your conception and birth and the world changes as a result of your modified viewpoint. Living by hidden virtue allows you to get the most out of life because it means seeing that it's your choice and responsibility to decide how you're going to spend it, i.e. not being a victim. Not living by hidden virtue, on the other hand, ensures that your role in a family or culture is assigned at birth or even conception, with predetermined expectations about how you should and will function. Your days become filled with stressful attempts to please those to whom you're biologically related, and who can't relate to that. Your experience, you experience a nagging self-criticism that you're disappointing a parent or grandparent, along with unsettling desires to be free of the pressure of your gender or placement in a designated family. Trying to operate within this belief system can consequently keep you trapped in an unpleasant and intolerable role of servitude and obsequiousness. Hold on right there. Stressful attempts to please. Wow. Yeah, totally identify. It's funny. It reminded me this morning, I was looking at our iTunes, and we had all of these five-star reviews, and then we had one four-star. I didn't even pay attention to the five stars. I wanted to see what the, why they gave us, why someone did not give us a five-star review. <laughs> Stressful attempts to please. Please. <laughs> It goes, I did things that went against my very nature to please others, my family and others, which was so uncomfortable, which caused me to drink, to numb out. It's still there, Marla. It's still there for me. I mean, I see it. Yeah. How I'm used to everything I did had a caveat of if that makes everyone, if no one's unhappy with that, I would have that if it were something that, you know, that I could do that with. I was always concerned, even the things where I had to take charge, I wanted to make sure everyone was happy with me. Uh-huh. It's kind of really twisted in some way. I, I, it's hard to put that into words, but 
it's still there. It's just getting less, you know, but yeah. I still want everyone to be pleased with me. There's it, it requires acting. So I think the Tao asks us not to act just to be natural about it. Live our true, you know, live our true essence, whatever that might be. If you can find it, good luck with you. Yeah. This, yeah. this whole paragraph is, is exactly why I didn't realize this at the time or when I got sober, uh, when I got clean and sober, but since I've been clean and sober for a few years, I, I figured it out. I mean, this whole, this describes why I drank to a T. Yeah, me too. Why I drink and drug. I mean, I just, because I, the only time I could, I could feel a, a sense of not attempting to please being my own self, not, not, not nagging self-criticism not disappointing, um, all this unsettling desires, all of these things was when I filled my body with substances and then I, I felt like I was whole and I was okay and I would, you know, and it, this whole, it just describes my whole, why I drank in the first place. <laughs> Me too. I yeah. get it. I think a lot of us addicts and alcoholics are people pleasers. I mean, more so than the general population, but. And, you know, we work to please others rather than ourselves, which that was the uncomfortable part is I was not happy with myself. I wasn't doing anything to make me happy. In case anybody else is wondering, obsequiousness, that means obedience. Means what? Obedience. Obedience. Or, or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. I wish people wouldn't use really long words that nobody understands. <laughs> I would say write him an email, but he passed away a few years ago, so it's not going to help, Craig. Oh, no, I understood it, just in case anybody else didn't. <laughs> I, I can't believe Marla pronounced it correctly the first time without stumbling over that. That was good, Marla. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> the 51st verse of the Tao Te Ching Lao Tzu asks you to expand your vision and begin to see yourself as a creation of the Tao. Imagine that the tiny seedling that was you didn't come from another particle, but rather from an invisible source, your soul. And this source that sprung you into existence, herein called the way, has no preconceived doctrine dictating what you should do, whom you should listen to, to where you should live or how you should worship. The source, your great mother, has no investment in the choices you make during your individual journey. It knows that the seedling that was you is perfect and free to complete itself in whatever way it chooses. This mother, which is the Tao, has no expectations for you, no demands, no battles or wars for you to fight, and no history to live up to. So his his thought toward life was, um, from what I read, is it's not that important really what we do as long as we love and serve in what we're doing. You know, like we we have this idea sometimes of the will of God for our life. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, you know, get the stop sign, turn right, no left, right, no left. You know, doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think it really matters where I live. It may not even matter who I marry. I don't know. It may not. But 
what it matters is how I act in those interactions and relationships. Yeah. It may just be that easy. Wouldn't that be so much simpler, so much less stress if it didn't really matter just as long as you, you know, served and loved in what you were doing, that there wasn't a right and a wrong as far as that goes. There's a there's a real ease in that. There is, but yeah. And then, then there's society that kind of invades. So the Chinese refer to this hidden entity that brought you into exist, existence as day. I'm referring to day, day here as virtue or character. And Jonathan Starr's translation of the Tao Te Ching interprets it in this verse as follows. The Tao gives life to all things. Day is what cultivates them. Day is the magic power which raises and rears them, completes and prepares them, comforts and protects them. Day, then, is the virtue that's deep within you and all of creation. This isn't a force that guarantees the physical shell will never die. It's more a characteristic that allows you to move through the material world in your body, perfectly aligned with the creative originating force. That's God's will. Read this verse as a reminder that you're protected and completed by your ultimate originating source with a capital S, which isn't the same as guaranteeing your security in this phenomenal world. Helen Keller, 51st verse, was speaking of this very thing when she stated, Security is mostly a superstition. It does not exist in nature. Unquote. The 51st verse is about learning to trust by changing your view of life to include day or hidden virtue. It's about seeing yourself as a member of a family of oneness with the same parents as all other creatures. It's about feeling your total freedom to produce without possessing and to keep from becoming a possession yourself. So give without expecting and don't be victimized by the expectations of others. Here are suggestions offered to you by Lao Tzu as I gaze at the great master's picture before me and feel as if we were one. Practice feeling safe and protected. Live each day trusting in the hidden virtue that's both within you and that caused you. Keep in mind that the feeling of being secure, shielded, and nurtured won't come from anything you might possess. Instead, it will arise when you know that you're in constant contact with the virtuous power that lies within every cell of your being. This hidden force is responsible for your very presence. You sprang into existence by virtue of Tao, and while your every breath and action are commanded to do so, they nevertheless pay homage to the inner virtue that is your life. This power is in my hand as I write these words, and it's in your eyes as they read this page. Trust in it. Worship it. Feel safe in the, in the force that remains hidden. That's all you need to feel complete. Comments? Trust in the Tao. And don't be victimized by, what others, by others' expectations. Trust, worship. Feel safe in the force that remains hidden. This is all you need to feel complete. Mm-hmm. 
Be a caretaker, not an owner. I'll read this real quick, Marla, then we'll close. Be a, be a caretaker, not an owner. Don't attempt to control anyone. Instead, foster growth without dominating or ruling. Be a parent, not a possessor. Attendant, not a master. Be concerned not with obedience, but with benefit, and you are at the core of living. That's another description of uh, another translation of what we were reading earlier. So truly, this is all about just letting life unfold and yeah. being molded by your circumstances, you know, letting it happen. Let the change happen when you feel that angst that comes. What is it that we're told if we have any, uh, oh, how, how do they say it in the 12 and 12? Um, if there's any disturbance at all that, that there's something wrong with me that I need to change that I'm that I'm to look to me to change and I think that's where it is every time and this is a good example of that and we just let it when our circumstances bring something to the forefront and we have some angst about something let's surrender it so that more love can show up in our lives so and that just happens naturally as we get rid of these things that's blocking it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. natural deal Amen to that. Like uh, I was thinking about, what's the word namaste? What's the translation of that, Marla? Uh, Loosely, the light in me honors the light in you. Exactly. Exactly. So we start that we all have that light within us. I was looking to see if there were any other notes I had. Let go of our preconceptions and ideas to experience how things really are. Let go of control. And see how capable the people around us really are and become the witness and the passerby and watch life unfold. That's good. Any closing comments? What are you gonna title this? I don't know. What do y'all what do y'all think? Um Let, let Go and Let God. Do what? What do let you think? Let go and let God. Let go, let God, let life unfold. Let go, let go. I'm sorry? Let go, let go. I like that too. My favorite though is brain dump. So we'll have to we'll have to do a, one of the chapters. We'll have to be titled. Sure. Brain dump. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great week. I apologize for bringing up the politics in the beginning. Oh, I want to mention Drew from Texas. He was traveling to North Carolina and he messaged me and wanted to meet for a cup of coffee. And he bought my lunch. I met him down on the interstate. Uh, he was a listener from Dallas. Great guy. Had a great time. He, and anytime anyone wants to buy my lunch and meet me, <laughs> miles, I, I may ride over and meet you. So. Better, than, better than eating your lunch. That's it. That's it. Well, when you come to Detroit, I'll buy you lunch or dinner. Oh, thank you, Marla. I appreciate that. I'm looking Just forward to it. Dude. That'll be next summer because we're coming up for 2020. So, yeah. so that'll be next summer. I'm looking forward to it. Did All right, you- guys. Well, y'all have a great week. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.